Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Today, we have a rare opportunity that I'm hoping becomes less rare over the coming years. We're going into the Northeast, the northeastern part of the United States of America, which is a place that we know the Lord is moving amazingly. I just have had a harder time getting great stories out of there. Today we're going to New York City to hear how the Lord is moving in the hearts and the minds of Christ followers in their workplaces all over the city. Now we need to remember that New York City is huge, and this is just one ministry, but when you hear about the phenomenal things like this ministry, you should be wildly encouraged, because what you hear about in one little bit is usually multiplied a hundred or a thousand times over. You just don't hear about all those things. God is on the move in New York City. Hallelujah. Today we focus on the educational, motivational, equipping ministry of the VOCA Center, a ministry directed by Dr. Chip Roper. Check him out online at VOCACenter.com, VOCACenter.com. Dr. Chip Roper, welcome to I Work For Him. You know, Chip, I really can't wait for people to hear about the VOCA Center and all that you're up to, but I always love to just bring it back to a common denominator. Talk to us about how you came to be a follower of Jesus. Sure. Well, I was um, I was raised in a, a, a family of faith and uh, very engaged in church. Great parents, uh, but by the time I was a, a late teen, I was not interested in faith. I was interested in uh, making a name for myself and uh, just going out and kind of grabbing the world by the tail. And I, you know, I really had to go through some experiences to learn a very hard lesson. And the lesson was that I am not uh, competent at running my own life. And um, so, you know, just worked all the time, chased fun all the time, and found that um, none of that really delivered the life I, I hoped for. And so that led me in my early 20s into a season of seeking, you know, and, and, and really really kind of dialing back and saying, God, if you're real, you need to show me. I, I don't want to just uh, paste on I don't want to paste on faith. I want it to be a real hard thing. And over about the course of the year, I, I prayed that prayer. I, you know, I sought resources and did a bunch of research and reading, and, and ended up spending a lot of time in the Gospel of John. And there wasn't a moment, Jim, there, but there was just this gradual dawning that, you know, at the end of the day, Jesus is really who He says He is, mm-hmm. and the fact that that's true really changes everything. <laughs> it changed everything for me. I love the fact that that is true changes everything, and it really does. When, when you know, we've got so many renowned atheists in the last hundred years that have gone out to prove that what Je- that, that everything about Jesus is false, that all of it is just made up, and they've gone out to prove it, and so many of them have come to the conclusion: Wow, uh, this is real. Uh, this changes everything. This shifts the, per- the the permanent shift in the paradigm, as the case for Christ demonstrated earlier this year in a movie. So how did you exactly. learn that connection then between your faith and your work? Because a lot of churches don't talk about, you know, they, they're, they're really good at equipping you for that 5% of your life that you're within the walls of the church. But very few churches are really good at equipping us for 95% of our life. So where did you learn that connection between faith and work? 
So I don't, I mean, it's a, this is an, an interesting question in the sense that, so in one sense, uh, the house I grew up in, there never was a separation of faith and work, even though it wasn't explicit, as you said, it wasn't explicitly talked about in our church. My dad, especially, um, my dad was a scientist. He, um, he was a metallurgical engineer, which is very hard to say fast or backwards. But anyway, he was, he worked with steel. He, he designed, he knew how to make steel and how to, uh, how to, how to shape the, the, the manufacturing process of steel to give that steel certain properties. And he, he never lived a dichotomy. He never viewed his work as like, you know, a secondary calling or, or not a calling. He just, he viewed it as part of what God put him on this earth to do. And I remember some times when he'd have challenges at work and it was, it was more often a people challenge than a technical challenge, but he would tell us, you know, to pray about it for him and that kind of thing. So he never, he didn't, he, you know, work was a positive thing that God had given him to do that God was involved in. That's what I grew up with, and which is, I think, fairly rare, but that's what, that was part of that. And then, you know, on the, on the backside of my, my spiritual awakening, um, I didn't really think about it either. I was, I had a small contracting business at the time. I, you know, I was all in, uh, the following Christ and I just felt like I should commit my work to God every day and, of customers I interacted with and so forth. So I didn't, in that sense, I didn't, I didn't have like a, an intellectual divide between Sunday and Monday. Talk to me about your leading there. And then I can't wait to hear about the Voca Center. So what led you there? So uh, I was really, I really felt it was really New York. It was, um, we left uh, pastoral ministry in the suburbs of Philadelphia, moved to New York in 20, end of 2014 and so part of it's about cities, because cities, I, I think, are places of connection and influence culturally. And, and the other piece was that I was brought on uh, to to my, our parent organization, the New York City Leadership Center. I was brought on to start um, something that would help people connect their faith and their work in a way that would impact the city. And um, so over the years of, of doing that, you know, as we've iterate, listen to people and listen to God and trying to figure out what is this all about and how do we frame it. Um, you know, a friend, a, a business friend said, you know, Chip, this is really all about the concept of calling. Um, pe- too many people are going to work every day without a sense of calling. And that really clicked for me, Jim. I just thought that was one of those statements like, yeah, that's true. And and that's what led to the renaming of what we're doing here as VOCA Center, because VOCA is short for vocation. And that's the that's the Latin for calling, and it's this idea, you know, that that there's a, divi- a robust divine purpose for our work, and um, you know, we can discover that and we can operationalize it. And when we do discover it, it shifts our paradigm permanently. When we understand the calling in our lives that God had given us this unique set of gifts, talents, and abilities, and that we had a we have an identity that he created on purpose and a destiny that he really has for us. So talk to me about the VOCA Center then. this, you know, At this point in time, people just know that they got to go to the website if they want to check it out, vocacenter.com. But what is it all about? So we help people find and follow their vocational calling. So that's about discovery and implementation. And, you know, sometimes we'll say it's, it's about your next day of work and it's about your next career move. It's about both of those things. And so when you talk about your next day of work, it's questions about, well, why does our work matter to God? Because it does, no matter what work we do. It doesn't doesn't matter. And then when we talk about our next career move, uh, frequently, and this is what happened for me as well, you know, we we find ourselves in a specific job, and we really don't even know how we got there. And a lot of times when folks start to turn over 
their work lives to Christ, and they say they seek His leading in that area of their life, and that their vocational, they seek God's vocational leading. They end up making a change, and uh, that happens pretty frequently. Not all the time, but pretty frequently. So we we talk about your next day of work and your next career move, and we walk people through questions, you know, to help them and help them answer those questions and get a sense of alignment. Now, the way I'm working and where I'm working are aligned with God's plan for my life. Chip Roper. You've got some people calling in today to kind of share their stories. We've got Marcy Miller on the line. Can you introduce her for us? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, Marcy's actually a friend. Uh, we met at church, and she's been in the process of a career transition after uh, a really storied career in the U.S. Army. And uh, so we got introduced as she was kind of processing what was next. And we've had a great, a great interaction with each other, and it's exciting to see how you know, a picture has begun to emerge about what God has for Marcy. Very good. Marcy Miller, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you very much. Well, I'm so excited to have you, and, and I'm just grateful that you take a little time to, to share with us. And, and thank you for your service. So many years of service, at retiring. I mean, did you do 20-plus years? Yes, sir, almost 25 years. Wow, awesome. Thank you for doing that. All right, talk to me about your experience at the VOCA Center. How did you, because we just heard how you heard about the VOCA Center, how did they help you understand the vocational gifting, the vocational calling on your life? Um, Well, it was an absolute game changer for me to be linked up with Dr. Chip. Um, As he said, he and I go to church together, and I was actually in the process of applying for a ministry job at the church, which is about as different from what I had done for the prior 25 years, as you can imagine. So Dr. Chip and I sat down, went through multiple um, different assessment tools that he had, and spent a lot of time with he and I in counseling, um, just kind of deciding how to use the skill sets and the gifts that I had already um, used in the military and try to transition those to this new career field that I was looking at. And so Dr. Chip was really very instrumental in taking my life from um, a pretty structured 25-year environment in the military to ministry life, which is an entirely different (laughs) uh, walk, an entirely different career field. So what was the biggest thing, Marcy Miller, that you learned about yourself? I mean, being a retired military professional, you you went through tons of training, went through tons of, had tons of experiences. I imagine you, you were involved in a couple of wars. Because in in your time there, you would have had the, the uh, Gulf War, you'd have had Afghanistan, you'd have, half, you'd have had Iraq, so many other things. What did you learn new about yourself as you went through the the uh, the training, the the education at the Volca Center? Well, I had, I had taken many skills assessments, obviously, through that 25-year Army career, but very focused on a specific set of skills. And so you always thought about things in a very specific genre, about how you were going to use those skills. And, and so Dr. Chip and I were able to suss out what the callings were that were embedded in those skills. And so a skill set of, as to say leadership would be used completely different in my ministry field versus the way that I used it in the Army. And so he was really able to take those skill sets and talents that we identified that I had used in the Army for 25 years and then show me how I was going to be able to use those more effectively in a ministry field. Um, and he was able to really make those connections for me, which is something I had never thought about. Well, but you are already 25 years in the ministry in the Army. I mean, really, when you look at it, you had opportunity to do a lot of ministry, I imagine, in those 25 years. But shifting the paradigm out of an out of an army 
paradigm into a ministry into a church ministry paradigm very very big difference but what did you learn how did this experience at the Volca center it just expand your your wisdom spiritually or or, or even deepen your faith well how did that impact your faith Absolutely. Um, very much impacted my faith. It's, it's very different to be counseled by someone who's counseling you from a prayerful perspective, from a perspective of what God wants you to do next. And so we weren't just having discussions about skill sets and assessments. We were having discussions about how to, to figure out your calling, how to pray for those things, how to bring mentorship and counseling into your life that will help you identify those next steps. Um, and so really, in the Army, I knew that I was doing what God wanted me to do, but Chip was, helped me see the ways that, that God was changing my heart, changing my focus, and, and so to be able to really listen to those, um, to those inner prayers and really listen to what God was telling me the next steps were. Um, and so he was really instrumental in me being able to make that that complete change to a, what's, what a, what's a pretty unrecognizable existence now versus what it was even three years ago. Marcy Miller, what are those next steps? What did you learn from God as you went through all this and he speaks into your heart? What did you learn that your next steps are? Um, I've learned that I'm going to be a full-time seminary student, which I have already started. And so this is my first full semester in seminary. I'm also working as a women's minister for Lower Manhattan Community Church. Um, Dr. Chip was very instrumental in us deciding what my role would be in the church and the skill sets that I would bring to the table and how we would how we would work that out um, for the next steps in ministry. So wading into full-time ministry and wading into full-time seminary um, are my two next things that I'm doing. I wouldn't be doing any of that without the Focus Center, without Dr. Chip's counseling. So what, what seminary did you enroll in? I am enrolled in Alliance Theological Seminary. It's part of Nyack College, but it's, um, their campus is, is in Lower Manhattan. Nice. Well, that makes the commute somewhat easier. And, and what yes, do you think your focus will be on? Uh, I'm humbled by you calling me, sir. You're the one that was the, the, the you know, lieutenant colonel. That's incredible. All right. Talk to me about what, what, what's your focus going to be, your study focus when you go to seminary? My study focus is urban ministry will be the master's degree with a counseling track. And so I will hopefully be able to, to finish this master's degree and continue to deepen my work at Lower Manhattan Community Church and working with the women and doing a pastoral care role there in the church. And so that's what our next steps are. So Ed, Edwin's a friend. Um, and we met in Manhattan, and uh, he's come on. He's a volunteer Sort sort of volunteer. He's like he's our events guy. He helps us. He helps us create awesome events at Voca Center, and um, so we met and we've connected and we hang out at holidays and so forth. And um, he also he came to New York a few years ago. You'll probably ask him about that. But as he did, he was kind of trying to figure out what's next, um, and that just naturally led into a, a Voca conversation about how he's wired and what God wants him to do. Edwin Deppner, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks. All right, so talk to me about what what did the VOCA Center help you learn, Edwin, about yourself and about your vocational gifting? So I'm, I'm a little bit of a different cat. I grew up uh, in, in the West Coast, and um, I was a, a diagnosed dyslexic and ADHD kid, and I struggled a lot with vocation and education skills. And when I sat down and I took a large test from uh, Chip the Boca Center, it's called the Highlands Ability Battery Test. And it just kind of helped me understand weaknesses and strengths. Most things I already knew, uh, but they kind of formatted them in a way in which I could understand the abilities that I had in a way that was kind of a spiritual sense. So I knew I was good with people. I knew I enjoyed doing stuff. Chip saw that in me right away. That's why 
I help him coordinate events. <laughs> so when all that kind of came together, it was just sort of a, it was a focal center for me to kind of understand what the next steps were. And Chip totally coached me into those areas and those uh, directions and just helped me kind of make those steps gradually to the right direction. So tell me what, Edwin, what the biggest thing you learned about yourself as you went through this, the assessments and as you started really listening to the Lord and as you listened to Chip and you listened to the, the, the people that you're working alongside, what was the biggest thing you learned about yourself as you went through uh, the really the experience at the VOCA Center? I think the biggest thing I learned about myself was you have to give yourself areas to allow yourself to fail. Most people learn from their failures. And a weakness doesn't always mean that you have to, you know, go to school or take a bunch of training and make your weaknesses as good as your, your, your sort of God-given skills and strengths. So I think the biggest thing I learned was is to sort of set, set the proverbial crowbar down of beating myself up and allow those areas that I'm naturally gifted in to figure out where it fits and what God's purpose and call was for me. All right, so what are those next steps for Edwin Deppner? So right now I'm currently working on a master's in mental health and counseling, and I'm working through a couple different uh, groups throughout New York City with the different models of uh, where my counseling would fit. So first is getting uh, a master's in mental health through a Christian perspective, but I will also be getting uh, the licensures from New Jersey and Manhattan in this program. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, God revealed it to me that it's my mission field. But ultimately, I work for Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com. <laughs>